Welcome to the Blow Up the Blueprint podcast, where it's all about how to use creative thinking in your business for a standout brand with your host, Joe Gifford. Hi guys, it's Joe Giffords here. Welcome to episode 15 of the Blow Up the Blueprint podcast. Today, I'm so excited to be sharing with you this interview with my dear friends, Peter and Seema from Tap Into Flow. We have a really excitable discussion which looks into exactly how the flow state helps you dream bigger and be more productive. Some key examples of how Seema and Peter have applied flow, not only to their lives, but to the lives of their clients and how they are now taking flow on the road as they speak to me from their RV van in Italy. They are literally the examples of living the dream. There is so much gold dust in here, guys, that I know you will really enjoy this episode. So on with the interview with Seema and Peter. Do let us know what you think. So Seema and Peter, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Welcome to the Blow Up the Blueprint podcast. Now we've just had to start officially because we just started to go down a little rabbit hole of our own excitement about what we're going to be talking about, guys. So, <laughs> so I would love for you to introduce yourself to everybody listening. You know, what do you do, guys? Go ahead. <laughs> go for it, Seema. Yeah. So hi everybody. I'm Seema Soda and I'm a coach. I'm a flow artist, which is the term that we've given ourselves because our mission is to live and to teach how to live a life in flow. And we'll get into later on in the show about what's so important and what's in it for us when we're in this flow state. So I love it. And just to clarify for everyone listening, these guys are so much in flow. They are currently speaking from their RV by a lake (laughs) in Italy, right? Just to set the scene. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm Peter, Peter Teigeman, and yeah, I'm, I'm also a coach and I've been in a management consultant for over 25 years and I completely changed my life starting a year or four ago. And mm. I really discovered what flow can do. And we are both, Seema and I, are on a mission to put this on the map. And so are a lot of a lot of other gurus in the field with us. It's really uh, coming up now and the world needs it. And yeah, we are on a mission. And now... <laughs> oh, so there's so much here just to unpack straight away, guys. So I would love to know, first of all, if, can you describe what flow means to you? It's a good question. So the first thing that comes up for me is it's a state of being. It's a state state of mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's actually our natural state of being. We believe it's yeah, uh, and and I think everybody has a knows what we are talking about when you say it's state that where there's no notion of time and and everything just comes out of you. You got intuitive hits and there's creativity and you don't even know where it's coming from. (laughs) You're surprised yourself where it came from. You know that state and time time is flying and yeah. you're in the zone. I think that's language that some people might be really totally. So for me, I think of things like you know when I was in school and I used to have art on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Like, uh, that was my favorite ever session all week. So I'd be there with my paints and I wouldn't even notice the time going. And you come yeah. out so happy and you know. So now I have that state when I'm cooking or yeah. when I'm running or you know or doing yoga or something. And it's yeah. I teach this to a certain extent to my audience and clients by saying, you know, you can find that state because you can replicate it. And, mm-hmm. and, and you can, you know, as we're going to dive into with you guys, there's like so many benefits. 
from being yeah. in that state. So Peter and Seema, how did, yeah, Peter particularly, how did you go from 25 years of management consultant stuff <laughs> into <laughs> being a flow artist in your RV? If you could just like, <laughs> another way works for us. And before Peter answers that, let's add to plus a background in engineering. Like wow. left brain. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally left brain. And yeah, that's a good, I think it's following your guts. I started, we, we call it when we enter the zone of excellence, you're really good in the things you do and the whole system and the people around you try to keep you there. Yes. And then, and, and I also see that with a lot of executives I coach, they, they are in a certain state and they, okay, and what's next? You know, yeah. I'm doing good, everybody. And then you start searching and then you feel like, actually, I want to do something completely different. And then there's always, and for me, it was working with people, which was uh, always a threat in throughout all my, my whole career. And I thought, you know what, maybe I, I'm going to do some, to, to learn some coaching skills. And then from one came the other. And before I know, I was a certified coach. And then I thought, what is a certified coach doing in a consultancy firm? Yeah. Um, so if I want to really make this happen, I have to take a next step. So I quit my job, which the whole system around me declared me for stupid to do that. <laughs> yeah. right? Because yeah. you have a good job, you have a good income, and you cannot earn any money. And that's that's what we call the big leap, right? Just stepping out of our zone of excellence and towards our zone of Totally. Deep. And I was absolutely going to reference the big leap there as well. You know, for those of you, you know, listening that haven't read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, yeah. Um, is that what I would consider one of life's essential books. And, Absolutely. you know, we talk about, you know, you were just talking there, Peter, about the zone of excellence, which a lot of us can operate in for a long time. And, you know, yeah. like I know that I did certainly in my design career beforehand. It was great. I love design. I love being in that career. And you were really happy in your sort of management consultancy stuff with an engineering background. And you can do really well in your zone of excellence, but it's not where your genius is. It's not where your soul is. Exactly. And you know, and the moment where you realize that, correct me if I'm wrong for both of you, it's bitter, but it is sweet because, yes. you know, yeah. I remember having exactly. the similar moments. I was national sales trainer, healthcare in, in the pharmaceutical industry, rocking it, rolling it, just launched a product, did really, really well. And then it was like, ooh, but there's something else. And it was scary on one hand, because it's yeah. the same as you, Peter, like, how can I let go of income, status, yes. um, the known, which is something, Joe, you talk a lot about, like getting out of the known place. Yes. And yet at the same time, it's like, but if I could just, you know, show up more in this way, man, yeah. how sweet that would be. Oh, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it seemed I'd forgotten you were in the pharmaceutical. I mean, that's an incredible shift to go from that, you know, high paced sales to now, you know, doing what you do, which we're going to dig into shortly. And you're so right. That sweet feeling. You know, I remember one time when I'd quit my lovely job with my lovely friends and my lovely city, which I loved. I loved yeah. all of it. But I quit because I knew I had to literally be out of there to start exploring with no safety net, with no, like yeah. you know, I yeah. this thing. I literally jumped and I remember walking down the street, you know, listening to music, just smiling. I had no money at all. But I was like, this is fine. This is where this part of the journey starts. Yeah, exactly. And I, I often use the, the concept of the, the hero's journey from Campbell, that, yeah. that you have this urge and you feel that you have to change. And then there's these guards and you have to go through these guards and, and then you go down the hill towards the dragon. And a lot of people, if the urge is not big enough or you're not strong enough, then you, you never pass the guards and you never start your journey at all. And that's it, where the flow gets blocked. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it takes something to really step into it and what Gay Hendricks called the, the, the big leap. Mm. it really is late. so guys can you explain like you know what your work is now you know because you guys are working together right 
Yeah. Yep. Which I love. This you know, beautiful partnership that you're both, you know, co-creating your life's work together. So what do you guys do in a typical day <laughs> in the flow van? Like, I want to hear. We do nothing. Just we just being happy. <laughs> No, that's not completely true. That's we, not true, yeah. We do, it we, starts there. It starts with being happy. Exactly. It, for us, flow is number one, and flow uh, trumps uh, time for us. So, but yeah, what flow we trumps doing, time like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We both have our individual, uh, still our coaching practice. Yeah. Meaning we have our individual clients and we have uh, calls uh, um, from the van. So, uh, we try to plan it in a way that we don't have to call at the same time. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> The, the space is limited here and so we both have our coaching clients and and we've got our a lot of the work we're doing now is also in the online world just much like yourself mm. and uh we've got programs out there so one of our it's funny one of the programs that literally poured out while in the flow state yeah mm. the whole program was designed as our current our tap into flow program so it's that program that helps us move from you know the place of what we talked about earlier how we all were in our old jobs so in our rational mind in our beliefs that system that are keeping us stuck mm. in the dragon slaying phase yeah. and slowly by noticing moments that we are in flow by dreaming again which we have to come back to your question how did we end up in a van because you were a big <laughs> we're gonna need to tell people how that happened and we can't me yeah, absolutely. But like get people dreaming again. And that's one of the biggest places of flow. I think we notice with our clients that yeah. they've just kind of stopped. And the reason why we relate that to flow is if you're no longer dreaming, then you're pausing the flow of your desires. You're pausing the flow of your wants, of your yeah. thoughts, of your, you know, and that's not a life full lived, we don't believe. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. So so coming back of what we are doing in the fan is, is knowing this, we really start our morning rituals. And for me, that could be a run or a swim in the lake or wherever we are. And for me, it's meditation or uh, morning pages. I love morning pages to cleanse the mind. So one of our mottos is mornings are for cleansing, you yeah. know, mm. cleanse the flow pipes, so to yeah. speak. <laughs> so we, yeah, so we really take the time to get into that flow state. And from there, we work on our online programs where Sima's more t- pulling the marketing side mm-hmm. and together we create the content. And I also, I love to work on the back end. It's my engineering background mm-hmm. to, to be creative there, creating the websites and membership sites and all that kind of stuff. So you're creating content, you're yeah. tapping into what you need to do and you're serving your clients and your audience on the road. Exactly. It's the epitome of <laughs> being in flow. And I just honestly, my heart just bursts with pride and with happiness for you both. Yeah. Because this is just such a beautiful illustration of living your dream. And I mean, I'm going to have to have you guys back on the show several times because there's so much to have here. And I, w- I want to talk about as well. So that leap that you made to live in the van, right? So we yeah. have known each other, Seema, probably for about two years or so in the online yeah. circles right yep yep and we've worked together on and off and I was putting together some experimental ideation sessions at the start of the year (laughs) (laughs) but you know for those of you who know my work know that my content creation angle is always fueled like everything I do is infused with creative thinking which is why I adore what Seema and Peter are doing here because flow and creativity are inherently linked and we're going to delve into that and so I was doing some ideation sessions with you guys, weren't we? And those sessions were creative thinking sessions. 
and we were doing some triggers based on films we'd watched, on books we'd read, on childhood toys, all sorts of stuff. We had a ton of fun. And as part of these sessions, I was sending clients at the time, I was sending some little, some tiny adventures so that in between the sessions, your brain would get used to creative thinking, which you guys were fully used to anyway. You were open all the way. And one of these adventures was to take a different route home. Is that right? Your adventure was to do something different. Right, right, right. So so what happened? And we we had our own interpretation of that. So the initial goal, so this is is brilliant, you guys. First of all, this work that Joe's talking about is brilliant. Like (laughs) you say that we're open to it. And I got to say the angle that you came from was so easy and effortless. I think that's why we took it on so well. But this like beautiful thing. So here you are, you're saying to us, all right, guys, this weekend's adventure is to do something different. At the same time, we're in module two of our round. We were doing a live round of the Tap Into Flow program and it was about vision boards and dreaming. Okay. Mm. So we say, okay, yeah. what can Perfectly we do? Together. It's I hadn't realized that bit actually. That's beautiful. Yeah. So we said, okay, Joe says we're going to do something different. What can we do? So we thought maybe we'll go check out a museum on the way to Peter's parents' house. Mm, and the museum, uh, was museum was closed. <laughs> and then at the same time, Peter says, all right, we are going to have a dreaming weekend. And I said, what's that? You oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dreaming Weekend is inspired by how Disney uh, creates their, his products. Yes! That's only place for dreaming. No saboteurs, no restrictions in time, resources or whatsoever. Just, just dream. Yeah. Just dream. Oh. Wouldn't it be nice if... And, yeah. then, uh, and so we thought, okay, so how can we combine what Joe has given us and this? So Peter says, okay, you know what we're going to do on the way to our parents' house, on, to his parents' house? We'll not take the same highway. Let's just take a detour and perhaps we can stop off in a neighborhood where we might want to live next. Because that was one of our dreams. Like, let's cool. have a different house. Yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah, so that's what we did. And we definitely found some nice houses. But we, we looked at each other after, after 10 minutes and we were not really excited. <laughs> right. Okay. It was flat. Yeah, it was okay. flat. This is this. Okay, we need to pump it up now. <laughs> so, and then from there, we did one of our exercises. Okay, what is it we don't want? Oh, exciting. And, and yeah. I was driving and Sima took out her paper and notebook and started started uh, jotting down what we don't want. And from there, what we want. And that really accelerated, right? And, it, and one thing led to the next. created an enormous momentum. And then one thing leads to the next. One of the top feelings that we were after, because that's our key, like, to figure out what are the feelings that you want. Mm. And top for us was freedom, adventure. Mm-hmm. And I think we had this feeling of newness or yeah, something. Yeah, and, and exactly. And there was. And so Peter says, all right, so we're just dreaming, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just dreaming. <laughs> just <laughs> says, dreaming. Okay. No biggie. No <laughs> like permission to not be realistic, right? <laughs> let's, let's rent out the house, get a camper, and go travel for at least half a year. Right? I mean, <laughs> just so- dreaming. Just dreaming. And so, and then it was my turn. I was like, we're just dreaming, right? He says, yeah, yeah. So then we just kept going. Joe, and this is one of the biggest things I think we took away from that weekend. We kept asking the question, and what would make it better? Oh. make it better? Yeah. And that's where the creativity came in. And we started saying like, oh, we're going to like meet all sorts. We're going to have, come back with a thousand flow ambassadors or. Exactly. And we're going to these big cities and we will meet in circles there and. uh, Inspire. And we literally going to put tap into flow or flow on the map oh my goodness and and the thing is and this is how the law of attraction is working we vibrationally we created so much <laughs> momentum in that direction
situation and then we let go of it and then we we were at my parents we had a good day and in the night we drove back and we can actually do that you know it, right because <laughs> wow. our work is all our coaching is all telecoaching so we're not bound to one place and then it started rolling and within no time within no time Joe. i remember having that the sort of facebook message audio from <laughs> going Joe, we did the adventure and you're not going to believe it <laughs> yes, and yes. And you said, and I want to go back to the law of attraction part there, because I know that your work with flow is really strongly linked with how that flow vibration attracts to you what you want. And you guys, that's such a strong illustration there that you allowed yourselves to dream so much. You raised your vibration. You stepped into that picture, let go of it, you know, went to go and see family, did all that stuff. So you put all that stuff into momentum, into the vortex, as kind of Hicks would say, right? And I remember as well that, you know, when we were doing uh, brainstorms, together I created brainstorms and I know every time I do a brainstorm with people we have the same vibration range don't we because we are dreaming we're in that state where we're saying you know what do I think of next I think this I think that and we just kind of let the ideas float and I remember particularly with you guys and I think this is because you are so in tune a lot of the stuff that we dreamed about on even on our brainstorms that were just triggered from random things actually happened I remember you saying to me oh my gosh this is crazy you know that brainstorm we did and we were literally going from films from books yes sorts of things happened and so but now isn't there research guys between what happens with flow and creativity tell me it's brilliant it's brilliant yeah I'll start and then you share the the data Peter because he's found some great research to back it up so what you just to underline what you just said Joe the fa- you're so right that we, and you do this with your clients a lot. Um, I've experienced this with you. When we can get into that flow state, yeah. um, law of attraction wise or flow state, yes, you're right. Things come to you. And those things, sometimes they're intangible like ideas. Yeah. And sometimes they're tangible mm. like the funds to fund this entire trip. We have not borrowed money. We have not had to have investors. We thought, do we need investors for this? But literally the funds landed into our lap. Of course we needed to take some action. But the thing is, when you're in that state, there's no more buts. There's no more... <sighs> negative Nelly, if we want to call her yeah, that. Okay. And then it's just idea after idea. And you'll notice the people around you, they ping you an idea or you'll read an article and that will spark something or give you a sign. You yeah. know, everything just collides. So I need to hear the specifics of how the money landed in your lap because that is incredible. I remember you saying to me, you know, we're going to do it. You know, we don't know how to get the money yet for the RV. It's yeah. going to happen. Can so, you tell me how it did happen? Yeah, so before you explain where it come from, when we took a step further, we went out to see campers and then we went to two places and just what kind of campers are there? And then we made a choice. We, we didn't want uh, like a big thing because in Italy and in Spain, the streets are really small and we, did, we didn't want to get stuck. <laughs> yeah. So we said, okay, we want to, that's why we came with a van that was, yeah. the decision was made. And then we found an amazing one. Well, actually we, we found one and we were at home and then Sima said, but they're also they're brown and they're not <laughs> yeah. outdated. outdated. Wouldn't it be nice if there is one that is white and has a really like modern interior. And then, and the next day we found one. <gasps> like no kidding, Joe, we're yeah. talking, you know, I don't know if you know what RVs. I've is. seen your, yeah, yeah, yeah. So typically they're like brown and like this outdated, you know, very 70s, don't they? Very yeah, it's yeah, bad. So got- I was on Pinterest. I was like, okay, how do I upgrade? How can Peter paint it for me? Like what? And I fell in love with these white ones. And then like Peter said, the next day I shared it with him. He's like, okay, let's see. 
the next day we walk into and on the lot was this the one you saw before this this yeah, um, exactly. thing. beautiful white interiors dark chocolate wow. brown cabinets and again that's the key to just dreaming and saying and let go. maybe it's possible yeah wouldn't it be uh, nice and then we we actually there was on saturday and on friday and on saturday we're sitting and we're like, you know what let's buy it we, and we we had no clue where to get the money from so <laughs> said, let's buy it and so <laughs> yeah, let's do. What's the worst that can happen? Well, the worst that can happen if we want to get it and we didn't pay. Then we say, oh, sorry, 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 the money didn't come in or something. So yeah. this is key. I want to underline what Peter's saying. Yeah. So we went there. What's the worst that could happen? Right. Because if Peter that's usually where the shoulds come in, isn't it? It's like oh, you know, all the can'ts and the oh, it, it wouldn't, yeah. you know, it shouldn't happen like this. Okay. Yeah. So worst case scenario, exactly. we said Peter calls a guy over the phone, purchases the van, and then come three weeks when the money was due we don't have it okay so maybe we're a little embarrassed yeah. maybe you know i don't know if there'd be a ding or something and that is like the worst isn't it the really? worst. Exactly. But, but you know the best case scenarios and, and then oh this is key so i remember peter and i saying if we truly are flow artists and we believe that things come to us this idea came to us through a flow state which means it's meant to happen then we've got to test ourselves we've got to trust exactly and then, and then Peter I, purchases. I stepped on the motorbike, went there, signed the agreement, and came back. And I said, uh, we did it. We have a camper. Okay. <laughs> so, we, so we celebrated. We jumped up and down. And my sister was visiting. And we high-fived. And they were like, right. So the money. We have two weeks. So Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so you went there. You signed the thing. And you had two weeks to actually get the cash. Two or three together. weeks, yeah. I think. Yeah. Two or three weeks. So know. here we are, paper in hand. We've purchased this van. Where do we get the money from? Now, this might trigger some people. So I'm just going to say that up sure. front. Because we have grown up in a society where we've been taught to save, 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 mm -hmm. save for retirement. Okay. Right. So we explored a lot of different options. First, we thought, okay, do we get a secondhand? No, so Peter purchased it by this point. So we said, okay, should we get investors? We talked to a couple of our cousins who are in the investment field and they gave their true, they gave their tips and they said, you know what? Probably we don't think you'd want to go that route because forever on this trip, it'll be hanging over your head. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. We talked to my dad and he had talked about, hey, perhaps you want to sell your house and then mm -hmm. take the income from there. Part of it, buy a new house. Part of it, you put it into the camper. All right, so that's an idea. So we're an idea gathering mm -hmm. Right. Still no commitment, just gathering ideas. Then we thought, all right, what if we do a, what's that thing called? Where you get a campaign online? You raise oh, like a crowdfund. Crowdfunding. Crowdfunding. Looked into that, didn't really feel a resonance. No, not in three weeks. Not in three weeks. And then we thought, huh, well, we've both got retirement funds. We've worked a big chunk of our lives in corporate. Mm. We save that money and some of it. So originally we hadn't thought about it because typically it's locked in. Right. That's what I was going to say. You know, I think mine is locked. Well, you know how the universe works. Right. So we give some calls to our financial planners and I happened to speak to mine and I said, Hey, you know, weird, crazy idea. So by the way, in Canada, some of it is locked. Some of it is not. Right. So I emailed my lady and I was like, hey, is there by any chance, here's the idea, we need 80 grand, 80 grand. And is there any chance that we could take some out of my retirement funds? Sure enough, the answer comes back, actually, yes. Wow. So this is the trigger point because some people might get triggered, like that's to save, that's to, but right. Peter and I really believe like, number one, life is now. 
Yes. The flow also means that you are in a state of abundance. There's no scarcity in that state of mind, which is so freeing. And if not now, then when? Right, because that retirement fund, I'm doing the air quotes thing here. This, what we save it all until we're like 70 odd. And then, we, yeah. you know, we might not have the, you know, <laughs> we might not even be here. And so, you know, I love the fact that you guys went, right, do you know what? We saved it. It's there. We didn't even know that was possible. You explored those yeah. other ideas and it came. Oh my gosh. And this is the magic. I, there's something magical for our audience, your audience to know that, that when you get into the flow state, and I think this is a good point, for Peter to get into the data. When ideas come from there, trust that it came through you and yeah. it is meant to happen. And all what Esther calls the cooperative components, they will line up. Yeah. And the trust in that is huge, isn't it? Because I know myself, you know, often I'll be dreaming really big and then I might stop. And then if the doubts come, then you'll notice in the lack of the thing rather yeah. than the possibility. So, of that. Yeah. yeah. And, and for the people who want to start in this, in, in also in our course, we, we don't start in manifesting a camper. <laughs> First day. You know, start, start with something that it's not really important whether you manifest it or not, because then you can detachment is a really important uh, cornerstone in our model for flow. Otherwise, you get too detached to the outcome and that and then you're in the way of letting it emerge. That's not going to work. So you have to build up that trust. Let's That's start true. with like, a, I want to manifest a blue butterfly. You know, I think Pam Grout does a lot of this. Yes. Yes, it's brilliant. I remember doing the East Square book and I was seeing purple feathers everywhere. For yeah. And I was like, okay, universe, I got it. Get the <laughs> That's brilliant. Feather. But what did that do for your belief? Oh, you know, I think that when you start small with something like that and you see the proof, you're like, yes, I exactly. am in the universe. Yeah. And I think that people... This is quite an interesting one because I, I was having this thought yesterday around dreaming big because you guys have dreamt what I would say is really big. Like you yeah. allowed yourselves to dream and you've allowed yourselves to step into that. Do you think that people should dream enormously right out from the gates or should we dream bigger from where we are right now and step into it and bigger again? How do you feel we should set those goals around how big life can get? Good yeah. question. And I think the way you said it is, how I want to state this is in the flow state, dreaming is important. Don't make it a task. Mm. Don't, right. don't, don't start asking yourself, oh, am I digging? Because then <laughs> is my dream big enough? It's not about that. It's about getting in the dream in the first place. And if you are in a state of flow, it's like a double whopper or, or yeah. you know, it's on the one hand, you're received. We believe you're connected to the collective consciousness. That's why creativity is boosted. If you are in the flow state, you get yeah. ideas. You, you can tap into your intuition. That's the one. And the doubles, it, it's because you do that, you also get in the vibration. So you create momentum. You put it in your vortex and you also start to manifest it. Yeah. So it's double, yeah, it's double momentum what you create there. It's a good point. And Joe, I would add to that. Sometimes, like what Peter alluded to, when we use the word big, it does sometimes trigger us. Like, yeah. Oh, are we doing it big enough? And yes. that's our rational mind. And guess what? When our rational mind, our prefrontal cortex is hyperactive, we're no longer in the flow state. They cannot exist at the same time. Yeah. That's your rational mind. And so it's almost like eliminate the word big and just dream. And I will share with you, this dream was not in my reality, was not in any of my dreams on any flow board that I've done or vision board that I've done for the past 30 right. years. And that's because there was no pressure. So the tip I would give the listeners is anything you need to do to alleviate yeah. the pressure. If it 
illuminates you to think, oh, I'm dreaming big, then okay, go for it. But if you feel like when you say the word dream big, you feel resistant, you feel tight, you feel your inner critic coming up, let go of that word. Yeah. If it becomes a shoot, then you're in the way of letting things happen. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a know, flow guys, I'm totally guilty of that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my hands right up because I'm totally guilty of kind of almost making dreaming big a task right yeah. almost like on my trello board right okay <laughs> it's time to meditate and dream today then it's like hey, that is so not what being in the flow is no is like, you know? definitely. and the other day we had a, a chat with someone who asked us but i'm really i'm so happy in this moment why do i need to have a big dream and it's not about having a big dream you get even if you like this morning i sit out here in the sun and i look at the trees and i'm really happy and then my dream could be like oh imagine that every morning i can do this it's not a big dream but it's yeah. still it's connecting to the feelings you're after and that's the most important part and sometimes you want to dream big the other day yeah. Sima said look this is the island of, of Richard Branson and, <laughs> I, and I, I want to be invited there and I said you know what I want to have an island like that <laughs> yeah right and then and then all of a sudden you dream big yeah it's, it's brilliant I think just to underline this effectively what we're saying is if your dream has you feel expensive and if it triggers yeah. feelings of like, I got shivers when Peter talked about the sun, if I could have this every day, uh, if it gives you shivers, if it gives you that uh, in the heart connected feeling, then it's big enough. Yeah. Oh, same. I love that. And you know, because I'm someone who does get that tight feeling. And I think that sometimes we feel like dreaming big has to be a financial big, right? Yeah. And then we start attaching all the shoulds. It's like, well, if I'm going out of this income, it's like, hang on a minute. What feeling are you going after that that income you think will give you? Oh, yeah. That's brilliant. Yes. That's brilliant, especially for the entrepreneurs, because, you know, in one of our mastermind calls on Monday, one of the phrases that came out was success is a feeling, not a number. Right. Yes, yes, Isn't yes. It? The number is for the external world to determine yes. if we're successful. But for us, we believe as an individual, it's a feeling. And like you said, you get those feelings often. So if we can increase those feelings, how? Heck yeah, that's yeah. success. But also, you know, when you increase those feelings, don't we show up differently for our clients? You know, and it's oh, an yeah. example. Oh, sorry, go on, take my go on. No, I want, I want to hear your example. I'll just say, and therefore, don't the numbers come anyways? Oh my gosh, don't they? Yes. And so in fact, you know, this week is a great example. So as my audience knows, I have some chronic health conditions, which, you know, require leaning into them and being part of flow, right? Ebb and flow. I don't view myself as someone who's ill. I view myself as someone who listens to what my body needs. And yeah, I lean into that. So Monday, I had to wipe the board and had to go back to bed pretty much for the whole day. And I didn't have resistance to it. I just let it happen. The ideas that arrived in my state of relaxation, <laughs> although, although I didn't feel brilliant, I had download after download of things that will be really valuable my audience to hear of stuff because there's no resistance there. There was no blocking out of time of stuff that needs to happen. And so yesterday, I think as well, it was kind of like, okay, so I've only slept half the day. I'm feeling better. Okay, let's lean into it. But I still, I felt resistance to a certain task I was going to do. And I was like, well, yeah. fine, drop it, Perfect. go away, do something else, lean into what lights you up and come back to it and nail it in 10 minutes. And I did, you know, whenever yeah. you move away from something. And I spent yesterday afternoon after school with the kids, you know, I was cooking with my daughters. We were just chatting, you know, we were cooking. I had a glass mm. of wine on the go. We cooked out, you know, our kind of evening meal together. I sat and read research journals and I was like, this for me right now is yeah success 
you know, yes. bringing my family up, being present in the moment, you know, creating food that nourishes us, having interesting yeah. conversations, yeah. being yeah. inspired and sitting with my partner and having discussions. This feeling for me right now is having it all. Yeah. So what I hear you doing in that, and that's perfect. That is flow goes, uh, flow trumps time, what we said in the beginning. Yeah. And that's, and that's really true. And deadlines, like in when I was in the corporate world, if you have a deadline, it's a really a deadline. It's a really scary word that line right <laughs> yeah that, dead. yeah and, and what people do they keep pushing and keep pushing and as, as an as entrepreneurs it's it's a little bit easier because if there's a deadline but we don't feel the flow then we let go of the deadline and yes. first the flow and from there if your productivity is there are figures that say productivity increases five times goes to almost 500 percent so pause for a moment 500 <laughs> percent in productivity. So you could be slaving away yeah. at something. And the language there is really actually resonant of that feeling, isn't it? When you yeah. are kind of, you feel like you're strapped to your keyboard and you're yeah. just trying to get stuff done. But when you're not in that energy, if you're in resistance to what you're doing, yeah. step away, get into that state of flow. Mm-hmm. And when you come back to that task, you'll do it 500%, did you say? Yeah, that's in the McKinsey uh, research. And uh, they say that there's a productivity boost if you're in the flow of 490%, so it's, it's almost five times, and your creativity with 200% increase. So those are huge numbers. So, so the effort, and if only businesses could harness this, right? Yeah. yeah. Businesses, that would be brilliant. And at least as entrepreneurs, we have it in our hands to dictate what we're doing in our today life. Right. You do not need to be sitting, tapping, clicking away on the laptop all day long. And you modeled brilliantly during a state of being somewhat chill. Well, not somewhat, but chilled out, maybe a little bit ill, lying in bed. Boom, you got insights. Yeah. You weren't, it wasn't a task. Creativity is not a, I don't know if creativity is a skill. I think it's a state of mind as well. Mm. Totally. And, you know, I'm mindful of there's another time when I think I got to Friday and I had a ton of work, you know, was building up and I was feeling resistant to it. I was feeling resistant to doing all the stuff. And, you know, I think I remember telling you about the SEMA. I got on my bike and I put my laptop in my back, into my backpack and I cycled around because, you know, where I live, I have all these countryside paths and rivers and it's beautiful. And I took myself out on a bike tour for the whole day, you know, with the podcast in my ears. And I stopped off at various coffee shops and kind of every time I stopped, I'd been inspired to kind of do 20 minutes of the task. And then I'd get back on my bike and I'd listen Mm -hmm. to something else. I'd, you know, have some ideas come. Okay, cool. Stop again. Do the task. At the end of the day, I'd cycle called like 20 miles I've done all the wow. stuff and I've been out all day <laughs> And what I love, you're moving your body. So that's another tip for the listeners. Like if you're feeling stuck in your head and so not in the flow state, move your body. Yeah. It's the reason why a lot of people say when they're in yoga classes, they get insights or they get ideas. Yeah. It's because they're activating another part of themselves, right? And and flow is also about energy, the movement of energy. It's either stagnant or it's circulating. Oh, I love that. I love that. And it's so true, you know, whenever I give myself permission to have a day off is when I do the most work. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, if you say to yourself, oh, today I'm just going to go and do some people watching and... I'm going to, you know, visit a museum or even if you give yourself an hour off, guys, you know, if a day feels too much, you need to start small, go for half an hour, but you will see that you get so much more done. A beautiful metric. 
It is. And so just to share with you the metric Peter delivered to me this morning on a breakfast plate, <laughs> he, says <to> me, <laughs> he says to me, and this is to like stretch the dream for others, perhaps. He says to me, you know, we were doing our gratitude list, as he said, and that's one of the things we do in the morning to get into the flow state. And he says, you know, this trip, one of the biggest gifts of this trip is to step out of the system so that we can create our own. And I will never, he says, I will never go back to eight hour work weeks. Work Sorry, work days. And I just looked at him. He said, you know, a work day is three to four hours. Now that's not including client time, but like office time, because we see the benefits of the, what you described, stepping out, yeah. hopping on a bike. You say it all the time, Joe, like go, go out and change your environment, you know, yeah. go sit at a cafe, sometimes even without a laptop. If you want, take a scratch pad. Totally. Take a scratch pad, unplug, go and do something else. And Guys, we're going to have to have a couple more follow-up episodes. Because <laughs> you, know, you know, I need to delve in with you the research, the data that you know, that backs all this up that I know we've we've all been reading, and I want to, you know, unpack really how businesses can apply this stuff as well. How you know which businesses are applying it, and you know how other people who don't maybe fit with a Silicon Valley kind of innovation type business, you know, how they can start to apply some parts of flow into their business. But I mean, there's just been so much gold here from you Mm -hmm. guys in this first part. And I just have to acknowledge how much you inspire me Mm -hmm. both in my life, you know, in my (laughs) circle, because, you know, you are out there living, literally living the dream. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, and it's yeah. uh, it's an honor for, honor for us to be here, to be sharing this with you, to be creating with you, actually. Oh, of- always, <laughs> always creating with you guys. So um, where can people find you? First place they can find both of us is... In Italy. Italy. In Italy. <laughs> in, a, in a gelateria. <laughs> and if they miss us there... <laughs> then, we, then we went out for a pizza. <laughs> exactly. So catch us online at uh, www.tapintoflow.com and there they'll have, they can get access both Peter's and myself's bios and... uh yeah, or on our, uh, there's a Facebook page also called oh, yeah. uh, Tap Into Flow. And that's where we, on a regular basis, post videos and blogs and everything about also about our journey, what we learn. and uh, So if they want to spy doing. on us, uh, ah, lurk, ah. lurk around, they can check us out there as uh, well. Tap Into Flow on uh, Facebook or Tap so Into Flow. Tap Into Flow and uh, we can check out your course. And obviously, guys, everything is going to be in the show notes. I'm going to be linking to you know the lovely Seema and Peter and their work. And guys, will you come back for part two? Oh, oh, we would love to. We, we would love to. We'll be honored. <laughs> What's forming now, Peter's designing. He goes into the flow state and he's getting a model. So perhaps next time we can share the model, flow model. Oh, with you. yes, that would be amazing. And actually, here's my dream. I'm just going to put it out the next time we all record from the van. I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> right. you promised you'd come visit and sleep I in the tent. Did I need to come on this flow trip with you? So that is my dream, and that and that, <laughs> that is what I'm dreaming up for next. So that is my promise to you guys that I will be recording with you from your RV for the next time. Okay. Oh, that's brilliant! Maybe maybe in Naples or in Sicily. <laughs> I or... mean, I'm open to ideas. You know, <laughs> I'm open to ideas. I love it. Thank you so much for being on the show. So, guys. If you're, you're listening, you know, please check out the work, you know, the amazing work of Seema and Peter. And if this has inspired you, then, you know, leave us a comment, you know, let us know, you know, what's inspired you to take action and how you're going to start dreaming and applying flow into your life. Seema and Peter, thank you so much. Thank you're you, You're welcome. Thank you, Jill. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.